We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You knew it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! How good you guys! And welcome to episode 25. One of them. 25? Yeah, probably. 25. We have hit the quarter century mark. Yeah. Like, wow. I didn't think I was that old already. <laughs> God, I'm going to have to start putting up a will. Yeah. Oh. They're Police com- are excited. They're coming for us. Nah, they've got better things to do yeah. than interrupt the greatest Cal Sports podcast ever exist about anything ever. And you can quote me on that. We're rated the highest on iTunes right now. And if you have not subscribed to us on iTunes, you should do that right now. Which, by the way, if you are listening to us right now, I, I did hear there was a little hiccup with iTunes and podcasts uh, where it wasn't notifying people if there was a new episode. So if you are subscribed to us, please just go unsubscribe and then subscribe right back. Yes. Um, please subscribe right back. Just don't uns- unsubscribe and just... Yeah, because we know who you are. They they tell us. We're like the FBI up in here. We've cracked their encryption. Are we? No, we are. <laughs> no. We're not I... like anything. We're uh, not exactly the biggest deal, but you know what? This is fun. You people listen, and we're very happy to provide this. I will, I will say this. We're doing this for free. That should tell you something. The moment I, I will realize that our podcast has made it is if Cal invites us to, like, let's say, opening weekend for football, and we have to do, like, a live show on Dunell Plaza or something yeah. like that. That's when I'll know we made it. Yeah. Hopefully but we get to that point. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be I'd like that. Awesome. Um, not even Dunell. We don't have to be in Upper Sproul. I'm down for Lower Sproul, you know, right next to Zellerbach, too. Hell, I'm down with being in the middle of all the freaking redwood trees down there. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I don't know how we would pull... Yeah, we can work some solar As long here. as we don't have to go to Evans. I hate Evans. <laughs> can we not go to Evans? It's a great building where dreams go to die. Because <laughs> you're you're happy as you're walking through Memorial Glade and you see uh, Doe Library and everything. It's so beautiful. Yeah. And then you walk and you see Evans and, yeah, and you have all hope and despair is lost. Usually a math section or I had philosophy of religion in there, which... I had ESPN 50 right. AC in there in I, one of the big rooms. I was I glad was like, I did not take that. Yeah. I took Music 26 AC for the American Cultures requirement. It's a it's one that you have to do for anyone who doesn't know. It's a one of the requirements that you have to do. Music 26 AC I thought was the easiest. I thought ESPN 50 for me just because 
he gave you two midterm dates mm-hmm. that you can pick and choose from, and if you did not make those two, you could still schedule another, uh, like another one. Oh, that's weak. Um, we just had papers that were graded really easily. <laughs> the crazier part was that all the tests were the same. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you kind of kind of cheat that one, <laughs> couldn't you? I, I will say this before we go on. My buddy of mine took that class after I had taken it, and uh, he. <laughs> He emailed the professor saying um, he just he did not study for this test and he just wanted it you know pushed back. So he emailed the professor saying uh, my my great or my aunt is getting uh, married for the second time out in Chicago and I got to fly out uh, for her wedding. And apparently the professor replied. I won't say who the professor was, but apparently the professor replied that is the weakest excuse I've ever heard, but I'll allow it. <laughs> That's perfect. Good work, man. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I, I laughed so hard. <laughs> That's awful. I mean, but the, as a professor, right, you get that email and you, you just know why he's saying that type. Yeah. You can see through it so easily. But the fact that he just let it go, I mean, it's, it's the, the amount of ballsiness <laughs> to do something like that is what kind of makes it work. Oh, but I think I think the reason my friend said sent it that way was just because maybe he thought the the crazier the excuse the more real it would sound. Yeah, no, they're at a certain point if you overdo it, like you can't say, "Oh, I'm dying," or "Oh, yeah, 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 a family member's dying." Yeah. That's been used up Overused. too much. You've just got to make it real. Like, hey, we've got to go pick my sister up from rehab before. Because she's had some violent outbursts in there, and they will not take her anymore. Yeah, you could get away with that one, probably. Yeah, yeah. Or, or my house was robbed back down in SoCal, and I have to go down just to check on my parents, so on and so forth. That's a pretty reasonable one, I think. My dog has ass cancer, and I have to go <laughs> get it work. That's a real thing. If you don't neuter, yeah. if you don't neuter and spay your pets, they have a higher chance of a carcinal adenoma, which yeah. is ass cancer. Yeah. So spay and neuter your pets, people. Prevents overpopulation, and it's a good thing. It is a good Breeding thing. Breeding is bad. Um, other than that, I mean, we have some ca- more some Cal news to go over. Yeah, we have. Let's start with the early ones on our Cal alumni. Yes, uh, Mr. Sean Marks is yes. now officially the GM of the Brooklyn Nets. The Russian mafia <laughs> gave him more money. I mean, whatever the hell Prokhorov runs. I was in New York literally a year. F- from around this time, mm-hmm. and one of the things I decided to do was to to make that trip out to Brooklyn. I was in, I was in Manhattan, so it wasn't that yeah, far no. away. But I wanted to make the trip. It was not during basketball season, um, or actually, no, it was. It was, but they were away, so I didn't get yeah. to go see a game. But I wanted to check out Barclays because it's the newest stadium. It's yeah. the nicest one. Uh, I went. I checked it out. The, the surroundings amazing. The stadium's amazing. They have a bunch um, of WWE events there now because yeah, yeah. it's such a nice stadium. The everyone around it, the fans are all passionate about everything. So. Yeah, I mean, from the store you get uh, there's like a hallway that you can see straight into just like from the second level of the stadium. So you see the the basically the other side of the stadium, yeah. also the the big big board in the middle. And I was like, the, I mean, I didn't think the color scheme worked well when when they first you know introduced the, the whole black and black and white. And white. Yeah. But inside the same, it, it makes it yeah. look nice. Um, it's distinguished. Yeah, it is. It's very classy looking, just yeah. with the black and white. Um, and they have a Shake Shack right outside the stadium nice. too, so that helps. 
Yeah, I, I root for the Nets when they do well. They're not doing well right now. No, but no. They won't be doing well for a while, in my no, opinion, either. because they've traded away all their picks because yeah. Billy King was a dumbass. Yeah. So. He was good back in the day as a GM. Yeah. He did. He now he butchered it. Less than on. competent. Yeah. Yeah. But who would you rather have? This is, this is, I'll say this just as a little asterisk. Who would you rather? Would you rather have Billy King managing the Nets or that style towards the end of his Nets GM career? Or would you rather like have a Sam Hinkie? I'd rather have Hinkie. You'd rather have Hinkie. You'd is rather it? him trade your lottery pick. After one season for, what, like two consecutive years already? Yeah, I'm okay with that. All right. Hanky's, at least he's got assets. The Nets have nothing right now. They have a, so have a entire roster of 11 forwards and one point guard? Yeah, and dudes who have, uh, uh, my friends and I have a running joke that, uh, there's one dude, God, dude's name, uh, played for Syracuse, uh, can't remember what his name is, but, just guys whose names were fake names on Matt Damon's passports in the Born Identity. <laughs> Michael Carter Williams. Uh, no, uh, Jeremy Grant. Oh, Jer- <laughs> there we go. Is it Jerry or Jeremy? Because they're brothers. It was Jeremy. It was Jeremy. Okay. It I was J E R A M I. Yeah. So on on Jason Bourne's passport. Oh, and credit to Connor Byrne for that one. Yeah, if he's listening to this, which he's probably not, but um, enjoy your medical school stuff. <laughs> There's another uh, bit of Cal basketball alumni news. Uh, Jorge, Jorge is back in the NBA. Yes, my favorite Cal basketball alum. Yep, of uh, all time. His number should be up in the rafters. I believe it's a ten day deal with uh, the, the Charlotte Hornets. Bob, yeah, the Bob Nets, whatever they are now. <laughs> The Michael Jordan run franchise. The Queen City Catbird Bees <laughs> things. So he will be backward mates alongside Kemba Walker and Jeremy yeah, Lin. With That's the fighting Ric Flairs there. There we go. That's yeah. what I'm going to call him from now on. The Charlotte Ric Flairs. Yeah, Ric Flairs family. was, or He's from Minnesota, but he made his, na- made his name in Charlotte. His daughter's WWE stage name is Charlotte. She's introduced as from the Queen City. Which is what it is. It's a lovely place, probably. I've never been there. <laughs> it's the home of the Belk Bowl. I can't think of anything else. Uh, it's the home of the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, they're good. Yeah. Ron Rivera, yeah. you know. Michael Jordan's there. Yep. Anything else in Charlotte? Charlotte's um, Web? Yeah. Probably not. No, I'm uh, overstretching. No. <laughs> I'm stretching that one. The Charlotte 49ers. Really? College team, yeah. Okay. Is there, I believe they're still the 49ers, unless I'm wrong. Because they're Division One football now. So. Wow, they've moved up. Yeah. They've and they're like the goddamn Jeffersons. <laughs> Moving on up. <laughs> Moving on up. Um, yeah, so that, that pretty much wraps up like our big news. Yeah. Uh, I mean, from, not too much big news. There really isn't, no. There really isn't. We're, we're grasping at straws a little bit. But we are. You know what? Our grasping at straws is going to be entertaining. We're going to make that entertaining for you people. We're going to say things. We're going to talk. We're going to answer questions probably. I don't think we actually have too many. We have one. We have one. We yes, have one. it was sent to us earlier this yeah. week. I saw that one. Yeah. I, I do my studying before this. Yeah. Yeah. We, all, we also had one sent today as well. Ooh. Yeah. So, so two. So two. So two. Good times. Um, bigger, bigger news. I don't know if this is bigger news, but the uh, NFL Combine is later this week. Yeah. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm-hmm. 
you know what? Uh, let's just go through each day. See, uh, see who we got planned for 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 from Cal. I don't think yeah. we have anyone on Sunday and Monday, but at least uh, Friday is uh, the running backs, the O line, and special teams. So we'll get Lasco in there. That's pretty much saying. it. Yeah, yeah, and then then Saturday we'll get a Goff and all of his wideouts, yes. and then Sunday, Monday. Yeah, Sunday is D line no. and linebackers. Monday is DBs. Um, we have no one yeah. uh, there, so and defense is for those who need it. <laughs> Much like practice. <laughs> Clearly, which is why we recruited, what, like 13 DBs? Yeah. We got about six, I think, this recruiting cycle. Yeah. And then another, like, seven the year, like, the yeah. freshman class that just played with us this year. Yeah. <laughs> You're reloading, man. <laughs> also, because some of those guys can be moved down to that kind of hybrid spot that they've got Cameron Walker and Caleb Coleman playing in. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and you can move them up to safety, too. Yeah. I mean... So they all have the right frame for that. So yeah. they're recruiting versatile very, human beings. Very versatile human beings. Um, a lot more versatile than us. I think. Uh, depends on the category. Uh, okay, okay. We're very versatile. We're just not athletically versatile. <laughs> like, We're a different type. I of fixed versatile. a sink this weekend. That's tough. What did I do? I, I got up on a ladder and fixed a gutter too. Didn't okay. break anything, and the ladder didn't fall down. I dug holes all of yesterday. <laughs> Versatility, people. Versatility. Be handy around the house. and I Versatility. Don't know. I just, whenever I hear that word, I, all I can think about is Zoolander. Yeah. Is, uh, the calendar really showed my versatility. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only line I can think of whenever yeah. I hear that word. It's, it's, I don't know why it's, it's ingrained. All the same look. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. <laughs> oh, that Hansel, he's so hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> It's too bad they had to make a sequel to that. Yeah, but it was fine the way it was. Yeah, I mean, if the sequel were to come, it should have come earlier. Yeah, it shouldn't have come this late. Um, but anyway, fifteen years. That's that's it. I just literally threw our program out just because that's it for football talk, and now yeah. all we got left is basketball and, and baseball bit, and a little bit of baseball. Should we talk about the basketball? Yeah, why not? It was a good week. It was a very first good week. road win in the Pac-12. First road sweep. Of the Pac-12 slate. First road win since, what was that, November? Yeah, since playing Wyoming yeah, in I, Wyoming. Yeah. And that was an overtime win, too. Yeah. We scraped out of Wyoming. To be fair, we should have won the Virginia game at Virginia. But, yeah. you know, you can't win them all. No. So. No. Can't, do the, can't play the what-if games anymore. Um, but let's start, with, uh, let's start with Thursday. Was it Thursday? It was Thursday. Uh, Cal plays Washington and de- beats them seventy-eight to seventy-five. Uh, this this was actually a larger difference, I would yeah. say, than the score would show. There were a lot of free throws missed at the end. Thank you, Tyrone Wallace. But you redeemed yourself in, on Sunday, so I can't be mad. Well, I mean, and and Ivan Rab too. He yeah, Rab Rab clanked a few. Oof. And he had 14 rebounds, so I'm still impressed by yeah. that. Yeah. But we just shot a lot of rebounds. Th- uh, shot, shot a lot, a lot of, of free throws. <laughs> gave them a lot of rebounds. Andrew Andrews decided, hey, I'm going to make my only two threes when they're highly contested and falling out of bounds and just behind the back, eyes blindfolded, one foot, toes in one ear. You know, all that fun stuff. Because he went four of 15. Yeah. That's their best player. Yep. Won 4 of 15. And well, uh, De- Dehunte Murray is 
is one of their better fresh or is their best freshman. Yeah, that too. and uh, Chris is very good too. I like the way he played. He had a very good mid range jumper. He did. He did. And but I mean, Dehunte went four of sixteen. Yeah. Five uh, of sixteen, actually. Five of five of sixteen. No threes. Yeah. Four of ten from the line. Yeah. Jeez, but those last two free throws where they uh, that Washington got after that uh, Jabari over the back call, which yeah. was completely bogus, yeah. I think. But it was kind of karmatic just to see him roll out, and he intentionally missed the other one, and yeah. got the rebound, got fouled, and boom, history. The lead changed fourteen times in this game. <laughs> a lot the score was tied seven times um i mean cal was up close to 10 points uh i think maybe even more yeah it was um, 12 at one point yeah with about a eight minutes a couple left. of massive dunks by jalen brown who yeah. had 23 in this game uh, with about eight minutes left to play and then uh, we just had a i think a they started to make a run and they and got then, free throws and our our team just mentally broke down and was just in one of those, ah, crap, are we going to lose another one at the very end of the game? And, you know, the kind of yips type of feeling as the yeah. team kind of set in. And um, But Cal outplayed Washington. It was kept close by the free throw margin. Yeah. But they held them to 32.9% shooting from the floor, yep. 235 from three. Washington shot 38 three free throws and shot 65%, so not great. But yeah. I mean, the bigger thing was, I mean, a lot of people talk about free throw disparity. There wasn't much. No. We shot 41 free throws. They shot 38. So we, yeah. there's, we can't blame it on. fouls. That's yeah. insane. Yeah. The clock, the flow of the game, the clock was stopping left and right. And yeah. There's the problem here that I see is the assist numbers for Cal. They only had six assists. Yeah. That in comparison to 16 turnovers. Yeah. Also one of eight from three point line in the second half. Yeah. That's that just, not good. That's not good at all. New. No, uh, I mean, I'm looking at this stat line going, Ty was 5 of 15, 8 of 14 from the line. Not bad. Zero from three from three point, uh, three assists and four turnovers and 18 points. Eh. I mean, that's, that's, is that what we expect of Ty? Uh, I, well, I, I'd say it's still recovering. He got to show off yeah. on Sunday, which was good. He'll, he's getting back to it. You can see him getting more and more confident with himself. The surprise of this game was Cameron Rooks, 14 rebounds. Yeah. That's that's the same number that Ivan had in that yeah. game. So the two of them accounted for 28 rebounds. So that's over half. <laughs> that pretty much... Both I mean, with identical rebounding lines, too. Four offensive, ten defensive. Yeah. A lot of clanks for Washington, I will say. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, but they got a young team. And if everyone stays, oh, this team is going to be scary. Yeah. I mean, then again, we can always be reassured that Lorenzo Romar is <laughs> thoroughly incompetent and will underachieve with oh, all totally. of the NBA talent. He's that he the has. Rick Barnes of the Pac 12. <laughs> he is, he, uh, let me throw out a WW, an old school WWF reference. He is Test. Oh, Lord. How do you even remember that name? Wow. Because he had some great music. He's a big dude. <laughs> Had a good-looking big boot, but who he, was it? It was he it never was got anywhere. Test and uh, was it Christian? They they used to have Test and Albert. Albert, that's right, yeah. that's right, that's right. Albert's still around actually yeah. as a trainer for them. Is he? Yeah. Wow. They had a uh, un a, a very unsubtle tag team named TNA <laughs> with Trish Stratus as their manager. No way. Yep. Oh lord. I remember it. I always 
I don't know. <laughs> I preferred the Hardy Boys. Although they were and good. with other news, they're in, they announced the next inductee into the into the WWE Hall of Fame, an Attitude Era stalwart. Can you guess? Uh, Attitude Era stalwart. Mid card guy. Mid card. I can't think of Mr. Charles Wright, the Godfather. Who is that man? I can't even. remember. You know the dude. He was a pimp. And he had hose. Oh. And I do not know why the hell oh. they were going to induct him with. <laughs> he was a oh. literal pimp. Oh, now I remember this. He had people. He. He was a pot smoking pimp. Oh, I remember this. Told now. people to light up a fatty for this pimp daddy. Wow. And I go back and watch all these and think, oh God, how the hell did I? They get away with this, and how the hell was seven year old Trace allowed to watch this? <laughs> Oh, I, I do remember this now. The only reason I do remember this is because I remember him in particular, plus some of the WWE divas at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, what was it? I mean, I grew up overseas, so I, I grew up watching American TV through the American Forces Network. Yeah. It's only one channel, so yeah. if I want to listen to English-speaking, I lived in Korea, so if I wanted to li- listen to English-speaking TV, that's the only TV yeah. channel I had on. You know, Monday nights, they would always show Raw. Yeah. And I just remember thinking at, at one point, I remember thinking this going, like, is this allowed to be, like, yeah. just broadcasted? Exactly. Like, is this, is this, is this, does this not have to be, like, censored or, yeah. or like, changed up a little bit? Um, but do you know his actual job now? I do not. He runs a strip club. Well, there you have it. <laughs> okay. There, there you have it. So, off that tangent... <laughs> Well, yes, Lorenzo Romar is the test of the uh, of the Pac-12. That would make uh, Ernie Kent, as I said in my preview on Saturday, the Gilbert of the Pac-12. <laughs> he has little sparklers in the entrance. Oh my god! Says who's first? Oh my gosh! Um, but yeah, uh, after that road win, which was our fourth consecutive overall win. Yeah. We got our uh, fifth consecutive win against Wazoo. Exactly. In Washington State. This just happened uh, Sunday night. Cal beats Washington State 80-62. to 62. Yeah. Same score in the first and second half, I yeah. would laugh. We scored 40, they scored 31. Yeah. That's, that's, I've, that's, I've never seen that before. Yeah, that's some beautiful symmetry right yeah. there. Like that. Um, the thing was, this game, the game was closer than the final score says. Yeah. The game was within, I mean, it fluctuated between eight or, I mean, it even dropped to six at one point yeah, and four then, at one point, too. It was between the four and six when it was the sh- smallest, and then it blew open to, like, 20-something. But it averaged, it just stayed at around the 10 or 12-point mark. Yeah, there was um, in range, they'd get a little bit closer, but then Wallace came alive in the second half, hit all of his 17 points in the second half, too. Yep. Hit three threes, which aren't usually a staple of his game. Nope. So he he hit, Bird hit, he hit all three of his threes. Matthews had a couple of threes. Ivan was perfect from the field. And had 15 points. Yeah, and uh, Rooks had eight points and nine rebounds. He just kind of bullied around a smaller Washington State team. Yeah. Who They do have a center in uh, Connor Clifford who played well. He had 12 points. And Hawkinson is a stalwart. He had 12.7 rebounds, but he was below his averages of 15 and 11. 
Yeah. So I was, they played him real well. I was thoroughly, I mean, this is just on the Washington State side. I was thoroughly impressed by Clifford. I mean, the guy has really good footwork in the paint. I mean, he pivoted and blew yeah. by Rooks a couple of times. And I was like, oh, look. I mean, he's only a junior. I mean, he might be. He'll be pretty good next, next year. Next year, yeah. I mean, sitting next to Hawkinson, who can stretch yeah. the floor for him. And I think. Yeah. Hawkinson can do a lot of things. I'm thoroughly impressed by him. 12.7 rebounds. He yeah. currently leads uh, the Pac-12 in rebounding. I think yeah. his average season average starts at sets at 11. It was at 11 before this game. Yeah, before so. this game. So I'm pretty sure it dropped, but maybe um, like 10.9 now. Yeah. Who knows? Um, but we had just a complete game from a lot of guys. Yeah, Jalen's streak finally ended. Of, Not over double digits. Yeah, he or 15 points. Oh. Uh, his streak ended because he only scored eight. Uh, but he was, you know, he got tagged with two early fouls in the first half. Didn't play until maybe like one or two minutes left in the first half and then played basically all of the second and did yeah. not foul again. He played real well. Yeah. Who didn't make too many mistakes and just did his thing, got rebounds, yeah. facilitated. I mean, Jabari kept his hot streak going. He was absolutely on fire in this Washington State game. I think he would have been a lot more alive in the Washington game too, but in that one, he, he got He caught, got tagged with the foul trouble. Yeah, with the early fouls, and he had to sit. Yeah, I think it's if Jabari scores 13 points or more, we win. That's a pretty good stat. Yeah. And we scored exactly 13. Yeah. Lucky number. Yeah, three of three from three point. I mean, there was that one three where uh, J-Matt got the rebound. And dribbles just two. Transition. Yeah, just out, just threw it basically uh, three-quarters of the court to J- uh, Bird, who caught it. He's like, a hop you know step what? and just went. Boom. Yeah, up for the three and just sank it. Also known as the Trace Travers CYO special. <laughs> I Pull up three in transition. Hey, I made quite a few of those. Except up until eighth grade, they didn't count them as threes. They only counted them as twos. Oh, that's, so that's we had, no fun. We had one game where our team made... I, I hope I'm remembering this right and that it's not some fever dream, but we made five threes in a row, but they were all counted as twos. I made three of them. <laughs> we still lost. <laughs> but if they were threes, we would have won by like five or yeah. something like that. I don't know what the final score was. So it's a long time. It's been 11 years. Jesus. I haven't played basketball competitively in a long time. <laughs> Over a decade. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. I was good, too. Uh, speaking of being good, Sam Singer, his passing in this game, once again... Amazing! It's beautiful. Oh, I Only mean, you, four assists to show from it, but I mean, you saw that one where he drove baseline that dump off pass. Yeah. I think it was the Kingsley. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that was just it was a just good ball handling. Yeah, and just a perfect little little uh, underhand scoop pass, just push past yeah. him. And Kingsley, he played well in his. Uh, he only had played twelve minutes, but he had one block that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. That swatted it, catches it, throws it back in. Yep. Good old Bill Russell special. Yep. Jalen Brown also had a block we were talking about where he basically snatches he a layup the, attempt out of the year. He pulled the JaVale McGee without doing the full JaVale McGee, which yeah. ends up with trying to do something ridiculous and falling <laughs> on your ass and throwing it away. He probably tried to dunk it from his own free throw line. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> JaVale McGee. <laughs> Tragic Bronson. Big fan of Shaq and a Fool. That's a good, very good show. Yes. That... Just the whole inside the NBA, they do a great job there. They do. They really do. And I, mean, I think all of the NBA TV stuff is really good, too, with Shaq and the yeah. Fool, with the starters. Yeah. That's one of my favorite shows. Starters. Uh, just 
in general, all those guys are great. Ernie Johnson has a free pass to heaven. <laughs> I don't know if you've, like, they've had a couple documentaries on his story, but yeah, yeah. just he's get dude's the best guy ever. Yeah. And according to all the people on inside the NBA, he's an honorary black man. <laughs> he has street cred. Yeah. He, no. he really has street cred. He has cred. all of it. <laughs> he is the street cred. <laughs> Oh, okay. Uh, that's it for bas- That's it for basketball yeah. talk. Um, I don't Short think talk on basketball here yeah. because while there were wins, they weren't too like no telling of anything that we didn't already know. Yeah, uh, but just to wrap up that men's basketball part. So we now sit at nineteen and eight overall. We sit yes. at nine and five in the conference. We're fourth in the Pac twelve. We are solo fourth. Like yeah. there's, I mean, we went out. We win the conference. Oh, don't we need? We need an Oregon loss, but if we win out, we win the cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have at least a half or – right? Yeah, because we yeah. beat them once and we lost them once. So we'll we'll have at least a share of the conference title yeah. if we win out. They're in – I think we'd win it just because of the point differential. Yeah. Because they only beat us by three, I think. And yeah, we destroyed we, them. We beat them by 20 yeah. at home. So then we'll get that. But if we keep the top four seed, we'll have a bye in the Pac-12 tournament. Yep. Which is good. That's a very we good thing. We can use that. I think we can win the last three out of four. Yeah. So. So out of all the March Madness things you have seen so far. Yeah, we're slotted at seventh right now, I think. Yeah, we are. May 6th and some. Joe Lunardi on ESPN, I just checked before I came down. We are at seven. Uh, we play in St. Louis. And if we beat our matchup, I don't remember who our matchup was. If we do beat our matchup, we would play Michigan State. Okay, that's <laughs> doable. I think we have the people to match up with anyone, really. So yeah, I mean, but as a as a purely college basketball fan who has who, if I didn't have any vet and interest in these teams, watching Ty Wallace slash Jalen Brown versus Denzel Valentine would be mm-hmm. really fun to watch. Yeah, Izzo's of Michigan State's one of the other teams I root for. Yeah. So just because I like Izzo, I've liked him since I was a little kid. Yeah. And the fact that he's still there is amazing. But yeah. And they're always consistent. Yeah. Uh, so the Pac-12 tournament is in about, what, three weeks time now? Three weeks, yeah. Yeah, um, in Vegas. So if anyone has the chance to make it down there. Yeah, have fun. Please do. I I, I went while it was at Staples Center, and it was relatively fun. So. Yeah, I'm still debating whether to make that trip or yeah. not, but... Um, but it should be it should be a very fun time. Uh, Are you making other trips this year? <laughs> yeah. Uh, next is uh, women's basketball. Uh we just this we don't have too much to say about no, this. They're they, just limited by their roster. Roster right now because they you got one person out for the year for an injury, you got two people out with non-basketball related reasons. And then you had another one before the season started who was dismissed from the team too. Yeah. So you're just shorthanded everywhere. I mean so you, you got nothing. They're playing 6-7 deep. There's no way. I mean, if you can make a run like yeah. with 6-7 deep Wow, wow. Yeah, but I mean, everyone's got to be balling out. I mean, there's. I think it was my freshman year at Cal where Montgomery had only seven or eight scholarship guys, and yeah. he made it work into the NIT. But that that isn't happening no, here. No, You're not getting Alan Kraft going nuts on a regular basis. I mean, Enigwe <laughs> is going nuts. She had 30 points yeah, the other day. Yeah, she's, she's going nuts on a daily basis. But, but that, that can't be enough. all. Yeah. You've got to have other guys going at it like Jorge going full bore <laughs> in that case. Or Brandon Smith coming up with some huge shots. Or Richard Solomon blocking three shots a game for you and grabbing yeah. 15 rebounds or something like that. Yeah. Where, I, I don't know. I think it was the... No, it wasn't. 
it was UCLA that year where uh, they had the Jorge just balled out, went for like 34 points, got to Brandon Smith for the big game winner, essentially. So, uh, I mean, so yeah, they lost to Colorado, they lost to Utah, both away games uh, this yeah, past week. Colorado wasn't that good either. Yes. The, record, win, the wins team now sits at 12 15, 3 and 13 in the conference. I. I, I'm sorry. I don't want to say it's a lost season. It's a lost season. But it's a lost season. It's done. Yeah, it's... Throw some dirt on them. Yeah, time to regroup and just uh, restart. Uh, I mean, Coach Gottlieb is the right person for the job. Oh, definitely. I will say that. Yeah. Far and away. But this is just bad luck. Yeah. So... I, I mean, what can you possibly do? Yeah. At this, they'll, at this they'll get the people in that they need. I so. mean, it's not like professional sports where you can go out and sign people to you know cover for injuries. It's yeah. Just, this is... This is college basketball. You got to make do. With you're what not you gonna have. get Ishmael Smith to come in. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know um, who else has been with multiple teams very quickly. Like Andre Miller, or uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Mike Miller. <laughs> yeah, Mike Miller too. Uh, or Steve Blake. Edit that out. We I don't like Steve Blake. Yeah, uh, yeah, Steve Blake. <laughs> oh, there's no boy. Okay, no. Okay, about half hour in. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, people. <laughs> Sometimes I forget we're not allowed to swear too vociferously. On this show. Yes. We are kid-friendly. Uh, I've yeah. said some non-kid-friendly <laughs> things. I mean, we had a whole thing talking about the Godfather. We did. We did. Um, it was very kid-friendly to a seven-year-old, Trey Shroppers. <laughs> I love the funky music that told us to get on the hoe train. Oh, God. No. I mean, isn't there something... In like trains that they have like an HO operator or something or or an HO is a something operator. I think so. Yeah, I think you might be right. So it's actually train related. It is actually train related. He was a very big train enthusiast. <laughs> it was a play on words. Yes, it was a it was it was a very good play on words. It really wasn't. They just <laughs> brought them in because they were attractive women and uh, people like attractive people. Uh. That's it for basketball, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we have nothing more to talk about for we, uh, I mean, we got next week's games against USC and UCLA. UCLA on Thursday, USC on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, It'll be fun to watch. Both home games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we can beat both of them. So. Yeah. I believe the UCLA game is a whiteout game. They're giving out white towels uh, yeah. for everyone that comes. Um, and also... I mean, just as, just on this note, I mean, we'll, talk, we'll probably talk about this next week after the games are over, but mm-hmm. this is... Yeah, I mean, pseudo-senior week for Ivan, Jalen, and Ty. Yeah, we could have a live recap after the USC game if you wanted. Yeah, we could do that, too. Um, Might be a little tough, but, you know, we could try it. Yeah, we could stretch it. Um, But, yeah, for for me, it's just, we'll we'll probably talk about this next week, but just Ty, what he did for this program. You know, if you have the chance to make Cameron it out, was kind of a defensive guy, and he's yeah. turned into an offensive juggernaut. Yeah, and he was he was uh, brought in as a wing player. He's brought in as a shooting guard, small forward. I remember. I thought he was brought in as a point because he had good handles. From what I remember, I mean, at least from what I remember, his freshman year when they went to the NCAA tournament with yeah with with Crab and all those Cobb, guys, Solomon. Yeah. They played him off the wing. Yeah, because uh, you're not gonna because Cobbs was the guy. Cobbs was Cobbs was the guy. So, I mean, that's why my initial impression was him playing off the wing. Um, and I, yeah. I, he, did that, the, he did that for two years because that's, Montgomery was there for two years. And then yeah. when Montgomery left, 
then they Konzo come in. They needed guard. a point guard, and they put Ty there. So, so for me, I'm like, is it a, was it Konzo? Was it was it just timing that Montgomery yeah. left, and he wanted to make him a point guard? Yeah, yeah no, I think he was. He was the kind of guy who could be a point guard. Yeah. So I mean, he can guard any position one yeah. through three. So he's some fours too in yeah. this conference. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll talk about it more next week. But if you have the chance to make it out to to Sunday just to see his senior day and yeah, all that, and, we'll both be there. Yeah. So yeah, of course, without a doubt. Um, but yeah, uh, should we move on to a little baseball? Yeah, let's do it. Baseball's yeah. interesting. This really, this is this is really interesting. Uh, Cal uh, played in Durham, played Duke. A uh, Duke came here to start the season last year. So. Yeah, so you got to do the old home and home. Yep. So we were at uh, Duke this past uh, weekend, and uh, three games we lost. Game two and three, we dis- on walk offs. Yeah, it's it's close. Baseball is a very random game. Yeah. So you can't always get what you want you're not big winning streaks don't come around that often like i mean i've seen one big winning streak in my life in baseball and uh, i think i went to the game that uh they lost the a's back in 2002 when they had the 20 game winning streak i think i went to the game where they lost it (laughs) if i'm remembering correctly they played the royals (laughs) yeah no you can't you're not gonna always win but You take two out of three from a team, that would be good. You yep. didn't do it because when well, we got walked off on. So, But it's good to see our guys go go up against some of the top teams in the country Yep, and just play well. Yeah. I mean, Granted, we are ranked in the top ten in the country, so yeah. there aren't a lot of programs that can do, in terms of ranking-wise, above us. Yeah. But Duke's national, or perennially a pretty good baseball team from what I understand. So Yeah, and we're, we're getting back to it. Yeah. As uh, Jeffries had a had a stellar first outing. Yeah, uh, that was the first game of the season on February nineteenth. Yeah, the first game. He's our opening starter. Yeah, we had um, a couple other guys. I think Bain started yesterday. Uh, and then it was Mason who started the middle game. Yeah, Mason wasn't Mason the closer for a little while. Yeah, he was. Okay. Um, I mean, but let me just read you Don Jeffries' st- just pitching line just from game one: six innings pitched, five hits, two runs, none were earned, two base on balls, nine strikeouts. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> I Strike him out. I don't that, know what else to say. That's about one that. of the in this statistical analysis world, sabermetrics, the whole deal that they have about the old way and the new way yeah. of judging guys. The one thing that they agree on is strikeouts because that's the pitcher's only way yeah. of controlling things. Yeah, you strike as many guys out. You're gonna have a good time. Yeah. You don't have to rely on like a high ground ball rate or a high exactly. fly ball rate. Yeah. Uh, but also our our closer Eric Martinez. Yeah. Did he go like one and two thirds innings pitched? No. One and two thirds. I yeah. thought he went like three. Yeah. One and two thirds innings pitched. Five strikeouts. Yeah. He's good. <laughs> He's got some heat. Oh lord! I mean. That's just that's that's what you want from yeah. your closer. Just high strikeout yeah, rate, and just literally close out the game. Yeah, no hits, no nothing. Shut the door. Yeah, don't leave any keys at all. Yeah, please. I mean, the only other highlight from this that I can think of. I mean, the guys were hitting well. That the yeah, the I lineup seems set. But saw that uh, Farney had some good games. Yeah. Halimanderis. Yeah. Halimanderis right now after these three games is batting five hundred. That's wow. He's gotten a lot better yeah. since I first saw him back six, in twenty thirteen. Six for twelve. Yeah, he had, did That's he have a, a triple in there too? Yeah, and he like he's an RBI like slow, double. He's the slowest guy. <laughs> 
I, I get, I'm fairly certain I could outrun him, and I haven't worked out for three months. Look at this, all right? In the first game, four at-bats, two hits, one RBI. In the second game, five at-bats, one run, two hits, three RBI. And in the final game, four at-bats, two runs, two hits, one RBI. That's, wow. <laughs> that's, that's impressive. I mean, and he's, he's batting sixth. <laughs> I mean, they have Farney at batting fourth, right? And, uh, yeah, and they have Cumberland, the catcher, batting fifth. Yeah, so Cumberland's solid, and they have the El Gaucho, Mitchell Cranston at yeah, third. Yeah. So that's a good three, four, five, six. Yeah. They'll take you right through. Yeah, and they'll clean you right up, clean up right the yeah, bases. Yeah, Nap's a great leadoff hitter. I mm-hmm. like Pearson in the two hole. Yeah, he's very good. I don't really care about seven eight nine, but yeah, I mean it's just weird to me to see a guy like Pearson who is who's semi speedy. Yeah, who's a DH hitting second. Like yeah, it's yeah. just you usually don't see that. He's the a DH lot. now. Yeah, yeah. Is he not playing right field? Yeah, or? he's playing DH right now. Um, uh, at least over these last three games, uh, Brian Selsey is playing right field. Oh. Who's in the left? Halimanderis. Ah. And Nap in center. Who's at first then? Farney. <laughs> wow, this is really confusing. <laughs> and Cranston's playing third. <laughs> I knew that because they had to replace Ersig, who, who was amazing, but sorry. He does not, he, academically, he could not keep up. Yeah. So. But that's his own issue. Yeah. And of course, my personal favorite, our shortstop, Preston Grand Prix. Yeah. Um, he's good. He's good. Yeah. I think my my favorite on the team right now is Pearson because I've seen him develop and he's become more of a power guy. Yeah. Like he's like Willie Mays Hayes in Major League Two, <laughs> except without the baggage and not getting hurt on the set of an action movie. <laughs> I've watched that movie again. I loved it when I was a kid. I do not like it now. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah, I mean, this we start our first homestand, I think, for baseball tomorrow night, yeah, which we, is Tuesday night. Well, it's not really a homestand; it's a one-game thing against USF. Is it a one-game? I thought we were I, playing at least two, um, but I may be wrong. Uh, but either way, the first it's seven p.m. seven o'clock, Evans Diamond, yeah. USF. It's great place to watch a game. You, can, it's right near all this stuff that's on Center Street and there. Yeah, you can like, also just walk by Hoss Pavilion uh, yeah. on on Bancroft and get to Evans Diamond as well. Yeah, you can go over there, like have a beer, Jupiter or something, yeah. and walk on up. Go to Sliver, go to Top Dog, which is not overrated. Whoever said that, <laughs> Top Dog is never overrated. It fed me very well for very little cost while I was in school. Uh, what else? Had is... a lot of sauerkraut. Yeah, I believe ticket prices. I think are. At twelve dollars for adults, and then yeah, that's not bad. Six, six for, for uh, kids, kids and seniors, and seniors. And it's not bad at all. No. Um, Plus, if you have and let me see, I have this thing in my wallet. I think if you are a barebacker, I have an Olympic sports pass, which means which gives you one ticket to a baseball game for free. Just one. Yeah. So I'd have to buy others. But <laughs> Like, I can get one for women's basketball, too, apparently. So There you go. I'm going to have to take advantage of that at some point. Yep. When we have some fun matchups, probably maybe against UCLA. Yeah. Or Oregon State is usually good, too. Yeah. Yeah. They had a Conforto a couple of years ago, and he was solid. I talked to I – I was working as a cameraman at the time for the baseball games and getting to talk to some of the Oregon State fans about how good their baseball team is. And it's one of the th- – Few things that they can kind of hang their hat on up there. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's nice to watch because they got all that that Phil Knight money because they brought back the Oregon team recently. Yeah. So, relatively. Relatively. Um, yeah, that, that pretty much does it for us. Uh, except we have questions, questions from the fans. Woo! Cheering. May we'll have to get one of those like soundboards so we can add some drops. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the question that you you saw earlier this week was. It was uh, one that got emailed to us. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I will check that right now. But the first one, while I answer, th- while while you answer this, I will go look for the email. Um, okay. Uh, this is from on Twitter, Felipe Lopez at JSTFLO. I'm assuming that means just flow. <laughs> um, he says. Took my nephew to see The Fifth Wave. Bad movie, but aliens take form of superhumans. Is Jalen Brown an alien? (laughs) Well, you know, Space Jam 2 is in development right now with LeBron James, and they may be scouting out guys to use as prototypes. My theory is when this is released, Jalen will be a... uh, a, um, he will have won Rookie of the Year as a small forward for the Los Angeles Lakers. He will be considered for the new Monstars, but the they will take a one look at him and say, no, that guy's an alien already. So, yes, he is. End of, end of question. Uh, Space Jam is still one of my favorite movies, by the way. <laughs> Another question uh, from Facebook for me is uh, one of my friends wrote, uh, where will Jalen Brown be drafted? I'm going to say fourth or fifth. Okay. I don't, I haven't read any mock drafts yet. I know it's basically uh, Simmons and uh, Ingram one, two, right? Yeah. So, I mean, and then a Belgian guy who's like seven foot two, third. Yeah. I mean, the Hoops Hype mock draft said, you know, Brandon Inger might be the number two, but Jalen Brown might push him to be actually the number two guy in this draft. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, that's that's the big dilemma, right? Do you take the lanky shooter who might end up being the next Kevin Durant, or do you take the uber-athletic guy um, who is a playmaker just all across the board? Who can... He's not LeBron, but no. he's very good. No, I mean, the, the, pro, the pro comparison they made just current game-wise would be Jason Richardson. Yeah. And that's, Ooh. It's not bad. I love me some Jay Rich. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, that's not to say that he might become better than Jay Rich. It's just his current skill set yeah. and what he can do. Jay Rich was also a very good three-point shooter. He was. He was very good. But if we see any kind of dunk contest recreation of what Jay Rich did, oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That was... God, I'm I'm still angry that he got traded away from the Warriors. <laughs> After he won the dunk contest? Yeah, for freaking Brandon Wright. That guy was awful. He was. He was in not. The pros. Good. No. Unfortunately, I cannot find the question that you were referring to. It was sent to... Uh, it doesn't matter anyway. Do you remember it, what the question was? Not at all. <laughs> it was probably a good one. It was probably worthwhile, but I do not remember it in, in the slightest. All right. Well, that pretty much... Um, uh, we do have one more order of business here. We, do. we have a we do. freshman volleyball player. Did you find her name? I forget what her name was. Um, I was looking it up it on... Sam something or other, I believe. Yeah. Um, I am sorry. I will look that up right now. Um, yeah, but she but needs... Can you a, tell the, the listeners the gist? So the deal is she needs a liver transplant, and that costs a buttload of money. So she started, a, I believe, a GoFundMe page. It or, is a GoFundMe page. 
in order to do that. And it's a good cause, you know. People need livers. Yep. She's not even 21. She hasn't even used her liver yet, really, hopefully. So, you know, give her the opportunity to make the stupid mistakes most college students are going to make anyway. Yeah. Uh, Her name is uh, Savannah Rennie, I believe. Savannah Rennie. Savannah Rennie. Uh, Let me just read to you. I thought it was Samantha, so (laughs) that shows you how much I know. Uh, Let me just read you uh, what she's written. Uh, She wrote, Hi, if anyone really knows me, they would know I'm very independent, stubborn, and not one to ask for help, especially when it comes to this stuff. But this disease has spun my life in a complete 360 and is really out of my control. Even though I want to be in control and want to conquer it myself, that is just not humanly possible, which is something I have had to learn. I am not asking my friends up at Cal to make donations because as a college student myself, we all know we deal with student expenses that are out of this world. All I ask is that I get some help in spreading the word and support throughout this whole process. This is my first public announcement about what has occurred since June 4th. Uh, 2015. I want to thank all my friends, sisters, slash teammates, family, coaches, and even professors who have been by my side through thick and thin and who have never given up on me. Yeah. So So aside from her saying complete 360 instead of complete 180, yeah. just help her out. Do whatever you can do, even if it's a little bit. A little bit helps. Yeah. Um, it's going to help treatment. The link her. is currently on our CaliforniaGoldenBlocks.com yeah, website. Just Help a um, sister. Yeah. So if you can help you know, her out, that would be I'll, that would be amazing. I'll have to go home and contribute something. Yeah. So. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so my prayers are with her in yeah. her recovery and her. I'm assuming surgery that she has to go yeah, through. Yeah, so. you have to get li- a liver transplant. You're put on a list at some point, unless someone wants to volunteer for you or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So, but luckily, you don't need all of your liver. You only no. need like half, yeah, or less, really. Yeah. So hopefully she's doing all right. <laughs> yeah. So best of luck to you, Savannah. Yeah. From both of us here. Yep. And we will definitely uh, just keep you in our prayers and our thoughts, right. and be helping you out yeah. whichever way possible to do this podcast. Just yeah, we'll we'll plug it. Yeah. Um, that pretty much sums it up. Yeah, that's kind of a sad way to end. Yeah. So, uh, but we just needed to get that out there just to help out our our Cal family. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that pretty much that really does wrap it up. There's yeah. really not nothing else to talk about. Slow uh, news week. Very slow. <laughs> I mean, next week, next week we'll talk about probably we'll talk about the combine results. Yeah. We'll talk about the forties and all that all that good stuff. Probably what happens. Goff is uh, projected by a few to go now fourth to the Cowboys. Yeah. Because people are unnecessarily high on Carson Wentz, which I think is stupid. But you know what? Name of the game. I'm not the one making the decisions here. I mean, everyone thought Paxton Lynch was going to go second, but look where he's dropped um, over like the last month and a half. He should have because he's not. I don't think he's going to be able to make the reads that they need at that level. But again, I don't know. I've never played quarterback. Me neither. So. Only in Madden. Yeah. Even then, I wasn't that great. (laughs) NCAA 15. Yeah. Or was it? 14. 14 14. was the last one. 14. Please make another one. Yeah. Please. Please. I've taken to taking random mid-major teams to national championships. South Alabama can't win another one. (laughs) We're getting bored with our choices here, people. I've made Old Dominion into a national powerhouse. (laughs) Hell, I made North Carolina State into the best team ever, so... I eventually came back to Cal and made them great and then made San Jose State the dominant West Coast powerhouse. 
I remember I played uh, with the the road to the NFL thing. Yeah, um, the road to glory. The type road, deal. Yeah, yeah. So I made a quarterback, and then I put Cal as my number one choice. I got recruited to Cal. I made that. I made that commitment instantly as soon as they offered. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I just. I don't know why I did this, but I just kept throwing long balls to, uh, I think it was the Bryce Treggs and to Chris Harper (laughs) to the point where I think Chris Harper broke the NCAA record for longest pass catch in NCAA history. Yeah. Uh, Bryce Treggs also had the most yards in a single game in NCAA history, and we were voted in the Heisman 1-2-3. Nice. (laughs) That's great. So. I usually play as a running quarterback. Yeah. Because. I do not like throwing all the time. <laughs> but yeah, that that pretty much does it yeah, uh, that's for us. It for us. Um this is a this is I think it might be the first one that's under an hour. Yeah. Um, so but yeah, do well, any prospective employers out there, I'm available. So if you <laughs> like my vocal skills, KNBR, Comcast, yeah. you got us. I could kick Damon Bruce's ass. <laughs> we could be like what happened with Men in Blazers. Yeah. Like they, they we were could be they, the starters. We could be the starters. Like they were basketball Jones once upon a time. <laughs> we could be the starters, but I, I would just wonder what channel would take us in, like Pac-12 Network. Yeah, why not? That would be fun. But we could do a whole Pac-12 one. We could. We I mean, could. we'd be highly prejudiced against Stanford, so we'd have to bring in someone who's like a third chair to uh, just not kill, let us kill them completely. <laughs> That would be fun. That yeah. would be fun. Uh, but yeah, uh, for another time, for another day. Yeah. That wraps it you up. You hear that, Larry Scott? Bring <laughs> us on board. <laughs> that brings it to an end here. Um, and as yeah. always, go Bears. Go Bears. You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know it! Why? You tell the story! Why? You tell the whole damn world this is bad territory! You know Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.